It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Listeners, times are queasy and unstable and likely to remain that way until the aliens come. We've been making the Saga of the European King since 2012, and we'll keep making it until they start rounding up the perverts. No pressure, we're all friends here, but if you're able, you can give us material support on our Ko-fi. That's ko-fi.com slash redbuttonaudio. So here's another chapter in the Saga of the European King, an audio drama that reenacts that most exciting adventure of the medieval epoch, that time that the King of Europe went out with all of his friends on a quest to murder winter. I'm Tom McNally, a real medieval historian. The events that follow are performed by Joshua Crisp, Amy Sutton, myself, and sometimes Ben Edwards. Let's go. The Saga of the European King, Chapter 35. Axe, Axe Wound. The King's Best Friend The King's friendship with Axe Axwoon started right after they met, in Candolias, a cosy bar and tapas eatery in Zaragoza. The King, along with a classic adventure team lineup of the Queen, Colonel Glowfist and Sally Minefield, had tracked a troublesome werehorse to the Aragon region. They had befriended it at a festival and lured it into the Candiolus for an ambush. It turned out, though, that the werehorse had seen through their plan and had booked out the place with all of its werehorse pals. They lay in wait at the bar and on the good tables, ready to fight back. Have you ever seen a tapas place crammed full of bloodthirsty horses brawling with the wit of a man? It's not an easy thing to survive, but there was one rugged, handsome stranger in the bar who came to the aid of the ambushed ambushers. He was not a werehorse. He was a Celt called Axe Axwound who was at the time in his hot wandering ronin phase. You can get up now, stranger. These werehorses shan't bother us till we rest in hell. There you go. Did we win? Well, Sally's dead and Glowfist's down, but we did. Thanks to this stranger. I'm not down, sweetheart. I just went to the toilet. Well, why don't you just go back there? Fine. I'll finish reading my article. Ta-ta! Ugh. Well, thank you for helping us, stranger. When our brave archmage there snuck out, I thought we were finished. Ah, you've no need to thank me, lass. On the tough streets of Garnet Hill, we chopped up werehorses every week as an after-school activity on Wednesdays. Wow. Who are you, mysterious monster slayer? Me? Oh, I'm no one. Just a broken man with no clan and no heart to give me shelter. Oh, oh, my mistake. I thought you were going to be important. Okay, let's get Sally to a priest and then let's head out on the town for chicken burgers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I think our friend has got more to say. Uh, uh, Well, he just said he was no one. But he's not no one, is he? He's a refugee from Keltland, brandishing a weapon with the royal insignia. (sighs) Did you kill a blood prince, stranger? Or was that axe given to you on your 18th burn supper? People once called me Axe Axe Wound. Blood Prince of the Clan Axe Wound. 
Well, you better have a good reason for lying to the King of Europe, buddy. You'll have to excuse my husband, Axe-Axe Wound. He's embarrassed that he got trodden on so many times. I'm Erica Rage Eater, the Queen of Europe. Huh. What brings you so far from Bonnie Kelpland? Hurt me not with the name of that place, Rage Eater. For Kelpland is Bonnie no longer. So I've heard. News has reached us here in Europe of a usurper who sits on the Axe throne while its rightful heir languishes in banishment. Oh yeah, 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 that new Axe Wound King is really making some sweeping reforms over there. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. I know nothing of traitors. I know nothing of the oaths they broke when they spilled family blood in their spiteful coup. Why don't you go and ask Mama and Pappy Axewound whether they know about any of that? Why don't you look into the eyes of Ginger? Those kind eyes. The eyes of the bard that bards sing of. The most gentle man ever to live. Or into the glittering eyes of me ma. Enormous, tall as a pine, who fought fierce as a lion against every threat save for the dagger held by her babby son. You look into their eyes, as I do, every restless night, and you ask them about the news. Here. You see that the landlord gets this for the damages. And you tell the bartender, Raoul, that I'll miss his soft face. I'm stepping out to roam the world aimless until I die of exposure sleeping on a bench. Better that than to lift a hand against my brother and betray the secret bond that once united Clan Axewound. And stop messing about with werehorses, you amateurs. I'll mess around with as many werehorses as I want to mess with. What? What are you doing? What? I set him straight. No! You let a golden opportunity slip through our fingers. Oh, that drunk? Yes. The key to an alliance with a powerful neighbor. Ah, the axe wounds have always been so aloof. When we're done with the Irish, we'll push north with some demons and we'll grab all their bonny stuff. Jesus, what is wrong with you? We don't have to throw idiot gods at the situation if we had Axe Axe Wound, the actual king in exile on our side. Just go out there and tell him you're sorry. I am sorry about the way I spoke to him. Well, good. Go make a friend. Be bros forever. Go, go, no. go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Hmm? Oh, God. Sally. Really? Sally, you're still alive? Oh, oh God, oh, you're all broken up. Oh, that, wow, you must be in incredible pain. Eric, um, maybe it would be better if I... Okay, I'm sorry, Sally, this will only take a moment. No, wait, wait, I can just... Now, don't struggle, don't struggle, okay? Just try not to breathe. No, 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 come on, come on, no, come on. Just a little sleep. There we are. Just asleep. There we go. See you when you wake up. Sally and the ex-queen were best friends too. 
Now, the king's friendship with Axe Axwound survived throughout the years. True, the king did kill Axe's brother Rotter during their adventure in Keltland, and he did absorb Axe's ancestral home into Europe, requiring the surrender of local gods into hell and the outlawing of several haircuts, but they otherwise got on fine. They had the kind of friendship where they hugged every day and where they asked after each other's mothers, though the king was conceived by asexual magic and Axe's mother had been killed in Rotter's rise to power, but, you know, the sentiment was there. They even had the kind of friendship where Axe could find the king in the new world by the power of duty. Duty and the wise procurement of the services of a private detective with springs in his shoes. In fact, the decision to hire Gogo Gorilla had not only helped Axe Axewound find the king, but it also saved the lives of adventure friends old and new at the touching reunion at the White Roost. His sharp eyes and quick reflexes had stopped the President of the United States from getting the drop on them, and he'd even been able to jump Prince Prince off to a safe distance. What are you doing? Take me back! The dragon's back there with Dad and Glowfist and everyone! That's exactly why we're all the ways over here, kid. We ain't hidden in the same league as your pops. You don't know anything about me. Take it easy, kid. I pulled you out of trouble once when you were little and, uh... Well, if I need to do it... Hey, wait, no, don't take off! Hey, come back here! Well, how's that for appreciation? Get back here, kid! Ha! Huh. Bandit raiders. Desperate by hard circumstance, they've come to pick the carcass of the capital clean. I can't fault their timing, but how'd they get wind of such a big score so quickly? I, I smell them. little boy, Prince! Oh, Christ. They're after you, kid. Scram! Run the escalade! Vamoose! Get out of here! Prince! Ah, oh, damn it! Oh. <sighs> And while Gogo Gorilla bounded off after Prince Prince and the President of the United States thrashed about in rage, the King rallied his scattered party to action and then spoke the first of the final words in his friendship to Axe Axwind. <sighs> Alright. Listen, boss, I need to. Uh, I've got to talk Axe, to you. I'm glad you're here. Right, yeah, look, I'm glad to listen. I'm gonna climb up onto the president's head and I'm gonna work out a way to kill him. Look, that's great. And I need you there with well, me. Well, you see, actually... I know we haven't had a chance to hug it out yet. No, we but haven't. aren't but... our struggles petty in the shadow of a dragon? They're not petty. <laughs> I need you at my back one more time, Axe. Just like the old days, remember those? Do you remember Candolias? Uh... <laughs> With the horses! No, it's after that. Uh, yeah! What do you say? I, um... Atta boy! It'll be fun! No, that's not... Wait! Mr. President! You have just landed on the biggest, most powerful adventure team ever assembled in a thousand generations! My friends! Let's end this dragon. Yes, that's right, Pinecone. Flap around his face and really annoy him. <laughs> yeah, Pinecone. Okay, Eric, Ragey, the you old terror, are you in on this action? Ha! Eric's here on the main line. What are you packing in terms of, of weapons? Six robot arms, five strapped with a cursed sword, snatched from the grave of a righteous motherfucker. And here I swing my best homie still standing, Cutty! 
Ah, yeah, okay. Hi, Cuddy. Mm. Uh, look, I need the two of you to hack away at this snake and keep him busy while me and Axe are up on his head. Right. Colonel Gofist, while the president is distracted, throw all your magic at him. Right. I read an article once about spells to soften dragon scales. You leave it with me, Kate. Don't, don't slip out for a bathroom break now. <laughs> yes, these days I just let it fall like cherry blossoms. Cool. Sally Minefield. Hello. How does the, the necro-ninjuring work? Oh, right, so I can detach my soul from my body, and then it can move around and poltergeist things. It's really okay, interesting. Okay, can you use it to throw me an axe up onto the president's head? Oh, no, yeah, no, I can definitely do that, and that's only really the start of it. I, I'm There's sure you can, but let's just do, do this now, now okay? Ball, oh, some lightning. Oh, right away. St. Francis, uh, throw, throw some animals at oh, it. All right, fine. Figaro! Hand out the booze to keep our anxiety levels low. My ties are blessed and on the house. Okay, look, look, I know you're in the swing of it, but I've got to talk with you. Little Louie. No, no, not Little. Yes, hello, your highness. I want to include you. I, I could count the dead in case there is a wish for proper records afterwards. You're my strong right arm, Louie. Look. Ah! Oh, what? What is it, Astrid? Um, my beloved? Axe, come and join me in the bar. Astrid Gimelik took Axe Axrude by the hand and led him into a small bivouac that had been established on the periphery of the battle. Astrid, what's going on? I need to get back out there. Darling, the real work at a conference is done in the bar. I... it... what? Right. The bar. Wait, this is a bar. How did you put a bar together? You're not to worry. I budgeted for it. I was needing somewhere to mark papers while everything was going on. I see. Here, drink this. It's pulque, and it's full of B-complex vitamins. Those are the cofactors you'll need to maintain a high metabolic rate during the exertion of the fight. Uh, aye, thanks. Thank, thank you. That's... Oh my god, that's nice, yeah. Look at that. Oh, I could have another one of these. Axe, darling, it appears to me that you are on the horns of a dilemma. <sighs> And I so hate these horns that I am on. That is evident. Now, the king means very little to me. And while his end due to violence would give me some personal satisfaction, I realize that your relationship with him is important to you. He's my best friend. I've always had my oath, but now he was dreadful to you on the dance floor. And he says he's sorry, but he's going about it in this proper strange way and... You know, I think I've got to stop him. Mm-hmm. Well, he killed my brother, but he's more of my brother than Rotter ever was, and, mm-hmm. and I owe him my life, but he took my country. Axe, you are troubled because you do not have the tools to untangle your problem. Why? I can give you those tools. Like a magic thing, like a... Like an untangling magic, like a hairbrush made of special Mexican metal. Something like that, yes. Here. What did... did Whenever you have mentioned something the king has done or said that has affected you, I have locked it and ranked it on a 12-point scale that models your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being, and that of your family. Whoa, okay. Yeah, this is thorough. I've done some analysis on the data and left comments to help you see the trends... But I am leaving the conclusion up to you. Dimensionality reduced. Alternate covariant matrices. Sorry if some things are a little too specific. Uh, reviewer 2 insisted we also use the models they devised, but uh, 
that section is easily ignored. I've got to get back to work, but that paper should guide you towards the optimal. Thank you, my love. All I need now is five minutes of peace and quiet to sit down and make sense. Sally's gonna do her spooky thing! Oh, look, would you just wait? Look, hang on, hang on! You'll do great out there, Axe! Thank you! The King and Axe Axwin spilled back out onto the battlefield of Pennsylvania Avenue. Eric Rage Eater was merrily stabbing Cutty into and out of the President's thick hide. Baal had grown to a gigantic size and was riding in circles around the White Roost on an intense pressure system. Woodland animals were everywhere, Piney Cohen was nowhere to be seen, and Sally Minefield led them over to a shielded spot, took out her needle-thin knife, and thrust it into her heart and died. <laughs> Right up you go. Got you on the dragon. Sally Minefield's soul didn't go to heaven or the graveyard, but instead wrapped itself around Axe Axwound and the king, lifted them up and dropped them on the neck of the massive writhing president. She brought her soul back down into her body and puppeted it about so that she could take a big swing of Mai Tai. And the booze made her riders rain. Axe and the King dug their nails into the spaces between the President's scales and clambered up onto his flat, sleek head. Okay, Axe! I'm gonna punch him in the nose until he's knocked out! You! You hack away at his neck! And we'll try and get his head off, okay? Stop! Wait! Hang on, boss! I need to talk to you about something! Listen, Axe! This is all a way to make things up to you! To you, and to Europe, no. and to everybody. No, it's not about that. It's about my brother. Ah, and it's about war. Hang on, I've got papers. And it's about Astrid. And, and it's about Erica. And, and it's about a lot of things. Can't wait, seriously. No, look, I know it's not the best time, but... You know what? It never is the best time. There isn't a good time to bring this up, and I've just let it slide and slide. We're on top of a dragon! Yeah, we're always on top of a dragon or in the bath or shopping. No, I need to do this. I need to make a deeply personal choice that I can't go back on. Yeah, but not right this second. You let me finish. I've been informed, King of Europe, for spilling the blood of my clan and ending the life of my brother, Rotteraxwind. I must uh, invoke the oath that I took at my initiation and repay blood with blood. Ah! Oh, whoa, axe, come on, whoa, axe, come on. Come on. I, axe. I gave you that axe yeah. as a present! Yeah, there is gonna be certain unavoidable irony no. situations like no. these! No! Don't, don't pull this axe! You're my best friend! <laughs> Not anymore! That's why I'm crying! <laughs> That's why we're crying! <laughs> That's right. Life at last brought these two bosom bros into a deadly fight. It was a fight too weepy and too raw to even stand. It was a fight that only one or none would survive.
And that's the end of chapter 35. The Saga of the European King is a production of Red Button Audio, and this chapter was performed by Joshua Crisp, Amy Sutton, Tom McNally and Ben Edwards, with a special appearance by Peter Marinka. The theme tune is by Nikolai Ruas, and the rousing battle music was composed by John Bartman, and the narration music was generated by Computoza. Sound effects are either from free sound or free to use sounds. If you're following along, drop us a line to tell us what you think on king at redbuttonaudio.org or tweet us on at redbaudio. You can support us by writing a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, or by dropping some coins into our Kofi well at co-fi.com slash redbuttonaudio. Sleep now in the cold wet earth, the earth that so dearly wants to reclaim you. <laughs> okay, okay, that's, there's enough there. Classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre. And the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night!